0: BYU Cougar basketball is back in action. Pass picked off by TJ. Big shot. Yes! And the Cougars take the lead. Top of the key three for TJ Haas. Let's get you ready to root on the boys in blue. This is Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's your host, Jerem Jordan.
1: Good evening, BYU basketball fans, and welcome into Cougar Pregame Live. I'm Jerem Jordan. Tonight, the BYU Cougars play their only public exhibition of the season against Division II team the UT Tyler Patriots in an hour from now. Believe it, basketball season is back. The Cougars played a close scrimmage against Cal in the Marriott Center last Friday, which was reportedly a tie, but I don't believe it. It's great to be back with men's basketball season. We're just a few days out. Tuesday night's the regular season opener. Cal State Fullerton in Provo to take on the Cougars. You can listen to that right here on the radio. Who lost uh, last night, by the way, to D2 Cal State Dominguez Hills. So perhaps not as tough a test as BYU initially thought, but Cal State Fullerton, the Titans coming in on Tuesday. Man, it's been a wild offseason for the Cougars, starting with the end of the season, March 9th in Las Vegas, a season-ending West Coast Conference quarterfinal loss. To San Diego, BYU finishes the season 19-13, and didn't make the NCAA tournament or NIT for the first time in the Dave Rose era. If you thought that was crazy enough, well, it wasn't. Here's a list of what has happened since then to now. Dave Rose retires. Mark Pope is hired as the new head coach from Utah Valley down the road in Orem. WAC Player of the Year Jake Toulson transferred back to BYU from Utah Valley. Yoli Childs returns for a senior year. A big surprise and great news for the program. Then, later, the NCAA suspends Childs the first nine games of the season. Tonight is not one of those nines, by the way. Childs can play tonight. For draft and agent paperwork errors. Ah, oh, the NCAA. You're just the worst. The Cougars took a trip to Italy later in August where Zach Selius broke his foot during a game. Gavin Baxter sustains a season-ending shoulder injury. And just last week, BYU received word that Arizona transfer Alex Barcelo got a waiver from the NCAA he can play this season. That was a lot from San Diego to now. Amid all the news, injuries, and waivers, head coach Mark Pope says the Cougars are ready for the season to start. We
2: have a chance to surprise people. We have a chance to actually, we have a chance to get some things done. It's going to take some time. We're going to have to really, really learn each other. Uh, But we have a chance at the end of the day to be a pretty good team.
1: And that is indeed the hope. BYU is loaded with seven seniors all hungry to leave a legacy behind. Hopefully an NCAA tournament. If not, build a foundation in year one of Mark Pope at the helm can't wait for the season to start and we get our first look at the Cougars tonight in a little under an hour from now you can listen to it right here one of those seniors I mentioned is Dalton Nixon featured right now as this week's pregame interview with Jason Shepard
3: we were just joking even though it's been several months it seems like just yesterday we were doing the same thing doing pregame interviews getting ready for basketball games how crazy is it there really doesn't seem to be an offseason anymore does it
4: no, we've we've definitely put in a lot of time and a lot of work this off-season, especially with, you know, coach Pope getting the new job and you know, the season's here. And so I'm really excited to have an opportunity to go out there, play with my team and uh, see what we can do.
3: What have the last couple of months as you guys are ramping up to this season been like there's been so many other things with news with Yoli and you guys going overseas and and things like that what have the last couple of months been like for you guys I think the the overseas
4: trip trip was uh it was actually really good for this group of guys um we had an opportunity to be together and to you know have a lot of fun but also to go on you know go play somebody else and have you know some good practice time and so when we hit the ground running when we got back here for fall semester when school started it it just things started to click and it's been really good to be able to just continue what we've worked on the whole summer and so like i said we're just like really anxious to to get out there to to play ball and to finally like season's here let's go
3: what's been the biggest difference or maybe the most notable difference heading into this year with coach pope and new system and new coaches i think
4: even with a new system and with everything that's been going on i think what stands out to me is uh Veteran leadership. Um, we're finally a team that has a lot of seniors, and I think that experience over the last couple of years is going to really help us, uh, especially when times get get rough. You know, I have TJ, Yoli, even like Jake, who who's a, a great player, really experienced. Um, it'll be really good to just have leadership and to have a lot of guys that have that have been there before, and so uh that's been that's been something that stands out to me and I think that that will r- really carry us far this year
3: what are your expectations for yourself in your game this year
4: you know my mindset since I've been a at BYU is just do whatever I need to to you know help this team win and and uh you know with with Yoli out the first few games you know that off, obviously you know falls back on um myself, Kobe Lee, you know, our bigs that are going to really have to step up cuz Yoli's a phenomenal player, but I just whatever whatever coach Pope needs of me, you know, I want to be able to be that guy to do it. And if there's more opportunity on the offensive end, then I'm ready for that challenge and you know, defensively, I know I'm going to be matched up with bigger guys and you know, I'm up for that challenge too, but my my mindset is just to play as hard as I can and to, you know, make winning plays, you know, and be there for my team
3: everybody can look at the team and there's certain things that they can see tell me something that that fans or media can't see about this team that you really like
4: I think our I think our ability to pass the ball across the board one thing that's really stood out to me um, is to see Colby Lee improve and uh, one thing that stood out to me more than ever is how how well he passes the ball especially in the post and you know that's something that I try I try and be a uh, an able passer as well and so there's going to be a lot of times where there's going to be lineups on the floor where guys can pass dribble and shoot and that's going to be able to really spread the defense out and I think that's something that you know Cougar fans are going to to be surprised about and also it's going to be something to look forward to.
3: I know that with it being the first exhibition game you're not going to be playing as well as you'd like right out of the get-go that you will in a month or two but do you feel like the team is game ready at this point? I do I, I feel like we're definitely
4: ready and uh, I feel like this team is has been really, really steady offensively throughout the summer, throughout fall camp, um, and one thing that we really want to improve and we'll have the opportunity to show it is our ability to defend and to get stops on the defensive end of the floor. And so I think that we put, put all these pieces together, and I definitely think that we are game ready, and we're definitely up for whatever challenge comes our
1: way.
3: I know everybody's excited. Basketball season is here. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. I appreciate it. Thanks, man. Thank you.
1: Thanks, Jason. That was Dalton Nixon, one of those seven seniors, and uh, Dalton expected to have a bigger role on this team, perhaps even as a starter. We'll see tonight, and I'm interested to see what starting lineup BYU uses tonight, because Yoli Childs is eligible to play in this game. It's an exhibition. It is not one of those first nine games quite yet. That starts Tuesday. And what role Dalton Nixon could have, a three-and-a-half-point score for his career, a guy that two-season Seasons ago, averaged six a game, three and a half last year. But he is expected to have a bigger role on this team. Coming up next, we'll head to the Marriott Center for a courtside conversation with Mark Durant. What does he expect from Arizona transfer Alex Barcelo, who received a waiver last week to play? Great news in an offseason of a lot of bad news. Cougar pregame Game Live continues in a moment on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: Here's Jerem Jordan with more Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to Cougar
1: Pregame Live. It's time for a courtside conversation with your boy, former Cougar, longtime analyst, who is live in the Marriott Center. That is, that, those are just words I've been waiting for months to say. Let's go live to the Marriott Center with Mark Durant. Mark, it is a ball night in the Marriott Center. This is a great day. Wow. wow. J-Rom, here we are,
5: brother. It's what we've been waiting for. It's uh, a new era in Cougar basketball. That's always exciting and uh, a lot of fun stuff happening. A lot of new guys and a lot of familiar faces, and I think some excitement uh, for this program. And I- I'm always excited. Once it starts getting cold and uh, I can't play golf as much anymore, I get I get <laughs> the pangs, man. I get the basketball pangs, and uh, here we are, ready to go. This is this is, this is going to be a fun year. I just feel I feel good about this team and this where this coaching staff is headed and the excitement and uh you got to go win on the floor but I, i like everything i've seen so far and i'm excited to go
1: certainly the energy that mark pope and his staff brings is what you just highlighted and that's been a difference then you have the team itself with seven seniors mark when you were a senior how does how is that season different for you and your fellow seniors in trying to get something special done
5: well, first of all, wow, I mean, to be able to say that, it seems like the last five years you maybe have one senior if you 're lucky and and to me i 've always felt that to, to be really successful in college basketball to have a, have one of those special years, and you look over the history of byu sports when when were the kind of the special years you think about and that 's when guys were were there in their senior year, and some of the best players were in their senior year and and so you 've got two all conference guys an all timer and yoli i mean he even with the nine games, and I don't want to even think about that, but that, he's going to he's going to be at the top of the list of, of, of a bunch of categories as a big man, and T, and TJ Hawes same way, uh, and then you've got you know a bunch of other guys, good role player type guys like I was, you know, like Dalton Nixon, just guys that don't want to make the team better. Uh, that, that to me is a great recipe for a successful season to have that senior leadership have really good players that are seniors and then role model guys that are seniors role players uh, that are kind of put team first and i just want to win type guys like i say that but uh, not everybody is and so uh, I, I know for me that, that i just wanted to have a special experience my senior year we had a we had a real nice year went to the tournament and all that stuff and so you want to finish with the good taste in your mouth and uh, and i think these guys plus you add in that the European tour, that always helps you, gives you extra practice, extra chemistry. Uh, and it's a good jump start for the year. Now, BYU's taking some hits, and we all know about those. But uh, overall, you, you got to like uh, where you're at with a, a senior-laden, really experienced, good basketball team. And uh, that helps, you know, when you're a new coach coming in, that helps to have that because uh, it, it you know as much as we love Mark Pope, it's going to be you know it's going to be uphill battle sometimes, and there's going to be some some uh, some real tough times. But uh, you've got guys on your team that will help you, and uh, senior leadership like we talked about, guys that uh, that that you know like a Jake Toolson for instance that is going to demand guys do do it the right way, and, and Yoli Childs and TJ and. And that's going to help Mark, Mark Pope with the uh, with the pains of being a, a first-year coach here at BYU.
1: Let's talk about some of those personnel. This is a very similar group to the one that played last year and had a disappointing season, didn't even make the NIT. Yet there are some newcomers who inject some life into the program with Jake Toulson. And then our first look at Alex Barcelo, who uh, is expected to uh, be an impact player. What do you expect from those two guys?
5: Well, what great news. I mean, like I said, we've we had a couple months of bad news. And to get that news was really amazing, especially considering what how the NCAA has treated BYU. I didn't just didn't have a lot of hope for that, but uh, I, he had a good case coming from Arizona. And uh, I, I've just seen him play a little bit. I heard a lot of talk about him, but you gotta love kind of the intensity that he kind of reminds me of Nate Nate Call. You know, a real bulldog guy that's gonna be a the distributor and, and get guys open and make the team better. And so I'm excited to, to see him play a little bit more to kind of fully assess where he's at. But uh, that's only going to help. Again, a guy that you know you can count on the depth that you have. So you know if you have to if somebody gets in foul trouble, you're not just praying that you make it to halftime. You know that type of thing <laughs> like BYU has sometimes, especially with their big men. But you got another really competent, good basketball player, and I just. I always have a special place in my heart for guys that really get after it on the floor, really intense, bulldog-type players, because I'm a Provo Bulldog, of course. Of so course, I like that bulldog that. defense, right? Uh, I really like that. But uh, I can't remember what your other question was, but, man, that's I, I like talking about Alex, and, and uh, he's he's an exciting guy to watch, and, and BYU fans should be grateful that we've got another weapon back there in the backcourt. That's, you know, especially with Yoli and Gavin in their situation right now, those guys are going to have to be really good really early. And uh, with the way the game is now, you can play a little bit smaller and uh, and really be a threat with three-point shooters. BYU's got to be better this year from the three-point line. They were, Let's just call it like it is. They were awful from the three last year. They were awful defensively. They were awful on the offensive boards. And those three things I, I'm looking really closely at to see are we going to have really improvement there? Because the way the game is played nowadays, you have to be able to compete from the three point line, especially when they're going to be smaller, and uh, you you have to be a really good defensive team. And BYU just wasn't what for whatever reason. We don't need to talk about that necessarily, but BYU's got to be better defensively. And I think uh, Dave Rose or Dave Rose did a, did a nice job consistently over the years, but the last couple of years they have not been good, and so maybe you get a different view, a different perspective, a different attitude. Maybe BYU can uh, be much better on the on the defensive end this year.
1: You mentioned shooting the three, 33% last year. Not good enough, like you mentioned. And a guy that can help change that, perhaps single-handedly, is Jake Toulson, WAC Player of the Year back at BYU. He was a 180 guy, for those who don't know. So that's 180% combined from three, the field, and the free throw line. He was one of seven players to do that in college basketball. This is a guy that can shoot the lights out, Mark. I think I was like a ninety guy, so I mean that's, du- that's thirty three
5: from each. <laughs> that's, that's about right. But uh, l- listen, I have always absolutely loved Jake Toolson, uh, and, and on and off the court. I mean, just the most respectful, kind, good guy you'll ever want. Uh, and when I first saw his shot, however many years ago on this floor, I thought, I mean, I could. There's some guys who are just like, yeah, he's good. He's got the stroke, and and uh, I was so sad to see him go, but I've kind of kept in contact and watched him, and to see him grow and progress like he did at uh, UVU, he, he's terrific. I mean, he's going to make all the difference in the world to this team. To add that element along with Yoli and TJ is just going to be, yeah. I mean, it's going to make all the difference in the world, and he's another guy that really gets after it. He puts his nose down, gets to the rim, but can shoot the, the heck out of the ball. And, and so, I mean, Jake Toulson, He's gonna just having him on the floor. That's, an, that's a few percentage points from the three, uh, and then you got a guy like you know guys like Jesse Wade and Alex and other guys coming in. This is going to be a much better three-point shooting team. TJ, after kind of slumping his sophomore year, was better last year. Yoli has gotten better from the three. If this team's not around forty percent, then it's going to be a big disappointment for me. And if they are around forty percent, they're going to be tough to beat.
1: That'd be a huge jump. We're talking with Mark Durant in our courtside conversation in the Marriott Center ahead of BYU and UT Tyler. Let's talk about what BYU is going to do without Yoli Childs in the first nine games. Gavin Baxter out for the year with the shoulder injury. That means BYU has one player available the first nine games that is over six eight, and his name is Colby Lee. Does this mean Dalton Nixon's going to get a lot of run at the 4 or, or the 5 and BYU has to play a guard at the 4 a lot?
5: yeah i think dalton is going to be the critical guy during this stretch that that yoli's out and i've watched dalton play and, and got updates and seen and, and they are really high on dalton i think having coach pope come in here is a new lease on life with dalton i think he's playing confidently again i think uh he's going to be able to stretch the floor at that four and shoot the three he's a good three-point shooter uh, and, and the thing i really like about him is uh he, he's kind of a distributor in there he's smart he's going to make guys better i this is not a compliment to Dalton, but he reminds me of me in that he's going to go and, and make everybody better and get rebounds, play good defense, be a distributor, and uh, I really like that about Dalton. But he's a much better uh, shooter than I was, so he's going to be able to stretch and get that three-point shot in. But without Yoli, and, and Colby, you know, I'm, I'm excited for Colby's opportunity, but he's, he's young, he's new to it. It's unrealistic to expect a whole lot out of Colby while Yoli's out. Dalton is a guy that I expect to step up his game and be a difference maker on the floor and be a real threat and to kind of get BYU through these first nine games.
1: I was going to ask you who it reminds you of you, but you checked that box, so I appreciate that. <laughs> tonight is an exhibition. BYU played a uh, closed, secret scrimmage against Cal that was apparently a tie. I don't believe that, but that's okay. That was a good warm-up. You can play two, and here we are in the one public version against UT Tyler. So what does BYU need to get done tonight to be ready for Tuesday and beyond?
5: Well, I mean this this game is is all about kind of putting different lineups on the floor and finally just putting the final confirmations on, chemistry and and really it's about letting guys play against someone that doesn't you know, <laughs> they're not looking at every day. It's just miserable at this point in practice, Jeremy. You just, it's been two months or whatever it's been, and count the Europeans. You hate these guys, and, and they, they know every move you have, and you know their moves, and it's just a miserable practice, and you're getting in fights, and you're just like, please, please let me play somebody else. So, I mean, it's, it's going to be nice to, to kind of see how they perform under the lights, for one, with fans. And see how they do against an opponent. And even even against Cal, which was good to have, you're still it's, it's closed and it's just more like a practice, you know. And this will be a chance to really see some chemistry and let guys that uh, you, know, you know that that six to a, six eleven, six to twelve on the on the bench get them a lot of minutes because it's important for them that they're ready to go in in real life. I mean. Yoli and TJ don't need these games per se, but the, a lot of these younger guys and newer guys need to come in and get comfortable on the floor because you only get one of these. I mean, it's strange this year, this one exhibition game, and then you're off to the races. So you better be ready to go, and this will be a good chance for the team to kind of get everything together one last time to see where they're at.
1: Okay, Mark, let's wrap up with this. Ken Garf, Honda, Nissan, and Volkswagen and Oren proudly present Keys to the Game. Mark, what are your keys to the game?
5: There's only one key, Jerem, for this game. Do not get injured. <laughs> Amen to that. You're going to win this game. Do not let anybody get injured, and uh, then you just get
1: ready for Tuesday. Okay, awesome stuff. We appreciate it, Mark. We'll hear from you in a couple of minutes with Greg. All right, thanks, Jeremy. Okay, that's Mark Durant in our courtside conversation in the Marriott Center just next door to the BYU Broadcasting Building. Coming up after a quick timeout, we'll preview the battle for the old wagon wheel tomorrow night in Logan, BYU, and Utah State in football. You're listening to Cougar Pre-Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: Let's get you back to Cougar Pregame Live with your host, Jerem Jordan. Welcome back to Cougar Pregame
1: Live. We're getting you ready for the BYU Cougars men's basketball season opener of sort regular season openers coming up Tuesday. Tonight the only public exhibition with Division II foe, the UT Tyler Patriots coming up at the top of the hour. Meanwhile, the BYU football teams in Logan tonight getting ready for the 89th meeting with the Utah State Aggies tomorrow in Maverick Stadium. They're playing for the old wagon wheel. I have uh, handled the wagon wheel. It is very heavy, like sneaky heavy. The Cougars are coming off a 28 25 upset of number 14, Boise State, 13 days ago. Had a bye week last week. How does a team beat Tennessee, USC, and Boise State but have losses to Toledo and USF? That's the question we've all been asking. Head coach Kalani Satake says Bio is working on playing its best every game.
6: Right now, this moment is what every football coach is talking about, trying to find a way to, to perform at a high level
2: and do it over and over, week to week. You know, that's what we're committed to do, and, and I'm looking forward to I'm glad we got an extra week to prepare. and try to be as consistent as we were against Boise State.
1: And the question of who will the quarterback be for BYU has not been announced Uh, between Jaron Hall coming back from a concussion against South Florida, sat out the Boise State game, had the bye week. Uh, He appears and sounds like he's healthy. There was a competition with Baylor Romney, Uh, and BYU waiting for Zach Wilson to recover from a broken right thumb against Toledo. By the way, he has his cast-off, was throwing this week, and is ahead of schedule. So we'll see when Zach Wilson returns. BYU hasn't announced the starter. We'll see. Uh, It's expected that when the game starts, that's when we'll know. Meanwhile, Utah State's coming off a 31-7 loss at Air Force, where the Aggies possessed the ball for 15 whole minutes, 128 total yards. Not the greatest performance for the Aggies. I imagine we'll get a better performance from them tomorrow night against BYU. Head coach Gary Anderson, back at Utah State after time away at Wisconsin and Oregon State and Utah, explains what happened last Saturday in Colorado Springs.
5: Compete wise, we battled our tails off, but you know, physically, they um, they won the line of scrimmage and they won the line of scrimmage through scheme, which is coach's responsibility, and they won the line of scrimmage through um, some situations where the physicality takes place where they don't allow you to be as physical within the box. We all need to do better.
1: We'll see if BYU decides to do what Air Force does and run the ball a lot, perhaps not that much, but uh, will BYU go with Jaron Hall? And Run the Rock, will Emanue Supa play? He only played one play against Boise State. Pre-game coverage begins right here on the new skin BYU Sports Network tomorrow at 6 Mountain Time. There's only one college football game going on tonight. The fighting Ken Niamatololos of Navy tied 7-7 at Renshler Field at UConn, who, by the way, will become an independent starting next season. Will we see UConn on the BYU schedules? In the future. And later tonight, the 4-1 and Utah Jazz play against the 0-5 Kings. The Jazz beat Sacktown 113-81 last Saturday. Utah off to a nice start and nice thir- third quarter the other night against the Clippers on Wednesday for Mike Conley, the new point guard, replacing Ricky Rubio for the Utah Jazz. Well, coming up, we'll send you to the Marriott Center for the Cougar pregame coaches show with Greg Rubel. You're listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: It's time to get the inside scoop on today's game. This is the Zions Bank Cougar Pre-Game Coaches Show. Zions Bank, for a financial slam dunk, Zions Bank is for you. The Cougar Pregame Coaches Show is also brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union, guiding you forward. Now, let's head back to the Mobetta's courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
7: Good evening, Cougar basketball fans. And for the first time this fall, welcome courtside inside the Marriott Center in Provo, Utah. As tonight, the BYU Cougars play their lone 2019-20 exhibition game by welcoming in the UT Tyler Patriots. A transitional Division II team from the state of Texas the first chance for BYU fans to see firsthand Mark Pope's first BYU basketball team as he begins his debut season as the Cougars bench boss I'm your play-by-play commentator Greg Rubel, with me as he has been to start each of the preceding 22 seasons the former Cougar hoopster the beloved BYU Ironman the social media master my dear friend, my broadcast partner, it's Mark Durant Mark, we tonight start a season unlike any other we've done together it follows an off-season of upheaval it precedes a period of uncertainty but it remains exciting and, yes, invigorating to see how and what the Cougars will do in this new era of BYU basketball, and I'm so glad to go through it with you, my friend.
5: Man, it's good to see you, Greg. I miss you when I'm not around you. It's not fair to me that you're not around. That sounds like a start of a Taylor Swift song. <laughs> well, a lot of people, you know, they confuse us, me and Taylor. But, uh, listen, I'm excited. First of all, let me say, you know, I, I was sad to see Coach Rose go and such scary news this past week with the heart attack and uh, i was i I was so glad that he's okay and uh, saw pictures of him on instagram dressed up for halloween and looking good and i just love dave rose and his family so i'm so pleased that uh, that looks to be like a situation that he's going to be able to recover from and live, you know, keep keep doing his thing cuz he's had a nice summer. I've been watching follow him he goes to Italy and he's doing all these great things. That's what I want for him. I want him to be happy and not have the burden of all this, but I'm also excited for Mark Pope and it's a great opportunity for him. I love everything about him. I can't think of one bad things to say. Now if he starts losing some games, I might be able to think of some bad things to say, but right now I just love his attitude. He's so infectious. I, I it makes me excited, it makes me invigorated like you say, Greg. I i'm excited about this year it's a whole kind of new feel and 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 we'll see if that translates to the players and on the floor and uh i I love this team i like they got great senior leadership yoli and tj are terrific jake what a great addition he is alex burcello i mean you've got a lot to go down the list they've also taken greg a bunch of hits so a lot of questions out there but here we are we're back together again (laughs) And I'm trying to think of a Taylor Swift lyric, but it escapes me. So we'll just leave it at that and, uh, and say,
7: I'm excited. Let's go. All right. Coming up next, we'll have our first-ever pregame conversation with head coach Mark Pope as the Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show continues live from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: You're tuned to the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. For more with head coach Mark Pope, let's rejoin your host, Greg Rubel.
7: Welcome back inside the Marriott Center in Provo, where tonight we will get our first on-court look at the 2019-20 BYU Cougars, a team working its way through some off-season travails and into the campaign ahead with not a lot of size, but with a lot of optimism as Mark Pope and his staff and players try to find ways to win and hopefully surprise some folks with what this team can do. The opponent for this one and only exhibition game tonight is UT Tyler, a team that lost 88-47 at Utah on Wednesday evening. Time now for our pregame interview with Coach Pope, and it's brought to you by Zions Bank. For a financial slam dunk, Zions Bank is for you. A short time ago, I spoke with Coach Pope about how uh, everything he and his guys have gone through in the last six months lead up to finally putting a product on the floor for the fans here tonight.
2: Yeah, we're so excited. Uh, you guys, have been working really hard, and and um, it's it's just it's time, right? It's time to get out on the floor and, and see what we can do, and see how we can start now growing in games. Who are we going to see and maybe not
7: see uh, tonight? Uh, we know Yoli can't play the first nine games, but this is one of those situations where he can get out and do something tonight, right?
2: Yeah, so we'll we we'll, are we'll, uh, kind of making a game time decision on Yo. Um, so we're we're we're. we're torn a little bit right now between um, giving this lineup that's going to have to function in the first nine games in a really complicated way, trying to give them a look before we actually start and get, you know, in there. So hmm. we'll, we'll uh, you know, we'll kind of, as the flow of the game goes, decide whether we're going to bring him off the bench. He's killing me to play him. Hmm. And um, so we'll see. We'll, we'll figure it out as we as we get in the game.
7: He's available at least, though, at least technically. Yes, he is. Okay. Yep. yep. Okay. Uh, TJ Haas has not been feeling well, and uh, he won't be going tonight for you?
2: Yeah, I, I, it's, it's my fault. You know what I... I told him to be on a Halloween diet, and so he, um, he, he, I told him, you know, to don't bring a bag, just go door to door and eat every piece of candy as you get it, and he, he, is uh, you know what he does? He follows instructions, and he's feeling a little sick today, so we're gonna sit him.
7: Jesse Wade, uh, not available tonight. Uh, you mentioned Tuesday. I think that he's got some some knee issues. Where does he stand right
2: now? Yeah, so he's just. We kind of have this little knee issue with him. that has been going on since January. Um, he kind of s- held him out then, and he's kind of able to get back for a few days and then off. So we're we're trying some some you know, more explorative things to see if we can help him out. But right now, he can't go.
7: Zach Selyus uh, got hurt in your European trip, but has recovered really well and is getting close, right? Maybe not tonight, but he's close?
2: Yeah, he's begging me for a few minutes tonight, too. (laughs) I just don't know. Uh, I would love to get him a a little bit of a sweat tonight. I would love to. um, But we also, you know, want to give him the most time we can for him to fully recover. So we'll find a happy medium.
7: Okay. How do you plan to start tonight, then?
2: Uh, Well, I'm going to go with Alex at the one, Connor at the two, Jake at the three, Dalton at the 4 and Kobe at the 5
7: guys off the bench available to you tonight Uh, scholarship guys at least would be uh, Trevin Nell
2: Trevin will be available to us Uh, Yoli Childs will be available to us off the bench (laughs) and we have a crew and Zach you know may be available depending on how things go But these kids, uh, these walk-ons, Taylor Mon, Evan Troy, and Cam Pearson, are going to uh, going contribute tonight. They're really important to what we're doing, and and they've been working their tails off. So it's going to be fun to see them come in in some important minutes and see if they can help us.
7: We have to throw Blaze Neeld in the mix too.
2: And Blaze Neeld is just coming off an ankle, uh, but but he's going to play a lot tonight too.
7: Interesting group. It's going to be that uh, for a while, right? We're going to figure out what works for you.
2: Yeah, it's, this is really exciting. I mean. You know, you don't get the opportunity that often to try and figure things out absolutely of necessity. <laughs> uh, the one thing I do know is these guys are going to come battle. They're going to come fight, and, and we have some really talented kids and, that are working really hard and trying to do it together. So it's going to be fun. Like They're going to do some things that people don't expect they can do.
7: Coach Jerry West was fond of saying the qualities he looks for most in players are, are character, competitiveness, and toughness. How do you feel you're, you're filling that kind of roster out?
2: We have unbelievable character, there's no doubt. Uh, and our guys are growing every day in their competitiveness and toughness. And, and that's going to be the marker with this team is to see see how much we can dig in together, how much we can lift each other up together. Uh, and that's what's really exciting about a group like this that's um, that's got all kind of intricacies and it's, it's it can be a little confusing to put the roster together. At times it's been really a dynamic roster, <laughs> uh, even all summer. Um, but that is the bedrock of of, um, of building something special. So we're really excited.
7: Hey, what would you expect out of a team like UT Tyler tonight? And what's your relationship with uh, Coach Lewis Wilson that gets this game set up?
2: All caps, Lewis Wilson, <laughs> one of my favorite people in basketball. He's a great guy. He was at Utah State, most recently at Grand Canyon. So we've gotten to know each other a lot. Um, he's a great human being. Um, he gets his guys to play really, really hard. They'll be really aggressive defensively. That's kind of the hallmark of what he does. And then he to push the ball on offense. Um, they're going with a bigger lineup tonight, so they'll, they'll, uh, you know, I don't know what it is about them that thinks that, 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 that uh, <laughs> they can take advantage of with their size. They're going with a bigger lineup and uh, they're going to push the ball really hard and, and play aggressive defense. It's going to be a really fun game.
7: Okay, Last thing, you had the one closed scrimmage. This is the lone exhibition game under the lights in front of fans before you get going for real. That's going to come quickly next Tuesday, isn't it?
2: Yeah, and it's we're ready. I mean, it's time, right? It's time for us now to, to see how we can grow um, on the court under the lights. And um, this group is going to be really fun. I mean, it's going to be fun for everybody that pays attention to this team. It's going to be really fun to see how they develop together as we go through the season and what they become because they're going to become something that we probably haven't seen here in a while. It's going to be really exciting.
7: We'll do a ton more of these, but this is pregame interview number one. Coach Pope, thanks for it. We'll talk to you post game. Let's go, baby. That is Mark Pope and tonight's Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show. Title and escrow can be complicated with over 50 years' experience in Utah. Provo Land Title has the expertise to navigate your buying, selling, or building project. Provo Land Title, making the complicated easier. Coming up next, the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off show, live from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: It's almost time to hit the hardwood. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. The Cougar Tip-Off Show is also brought to you by BYU Dining, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Siegfried & Jensen. Siegfried & Jensen has been helping Utah families for over 25 years. Also brought to you by Utah Honda Dealers. Now let's head live to the MoBetta's courtside seats and join Mark Durant, along with the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
7: Hello and good evening once again from the Marriott Center in Provo for tonight's BYU exhibition opener and closer with the Patriots of UT Tyler, the Cougars' lone full-on tune-up before next Tuesday's regular season opener against Cal State Fullerton. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show. Greg Rubel and Mark Durant with you from courtside. Back in studio, we have uh, Jerem Jordan. Filling in for Jason Shepard is our studio host. Our control board operator, Tanner Rall. Coordinating producer, Terry South. Engineer, Sean Fay. Our interns, Nate Slack here at the Marriott Center. And Jeffrey Carroll back at BYU Radio. Good to have you with us tonight on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Mark, this offseason has been kind of one thing after another for BYU. The Nick Emery departure was difficult and replete with repercussions. Uh, Yoli Child's return soon led to a suspension. Gavin Baxter was lost for the season due to injury. Now Jesse Wade's on the shelf uh, for for the immediate future. T.J. Haas won't play tonight, but he's only sick. Uh, Not sure when uh, Jesse will come back. The silver lining on the dark cloud, the eligibility of Alex Barcelo, especially considering the Jesse Wade situation. His inclusion could be huge for this team, and Mark, the word huge is not a word many people will use to describe this season's roster for BYU. This group, but relatively small. Ideally, though, very scrappy. (laughs) I just needed
5: some good news. That was some (laughs) really good news, and I'm excited to watch what he can uh, do out on the floor. We'll add some depth to that perimeter. And, you know, Greg, it's just such a different game than I, I grew up watching and played. It's so three-point centric. And even, you know, with the, the new three-point line, it's a super easy shot. And one of the things that C- Coach Pope is going to rely on is the analytic type stuff. And, and I think he recognizes that you got to Be good from the three point line. You need to shoot a lot. You need to shoot it well. You're going to see BYU really spread the floor with that small lineup. That poses a lot of uh, problems and it creates some problems, but it also poses a lot of problems to guard defensively. And what you're going to see is a lot of times getting that ball in the paint, whether it's a pass to a big man or a guard driving, and then not shooting from the paint, but kicking it back to the corners, guys spotting up and shooting the three, electing to take a little more difficult shot but knowing that over the course you're going to get more points from shooting the three and i think that's going to be a real focus for this team and so normally if you lose a guy like gavin baxter that just kills me he's he's going to be so good it'll be nice to have him another year when they kind of need him when they lose all these seniors but but you can get away with playing a little bit smaller especially when you have a guy like yoli when he's able to come back after nine games
7: all right, coming up after the break, that is, by the way, Mark Durant. A pregame conversation with UT Tyler head coach, Lewis Wilson. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show live from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's head back live courtside and rejoin Brett Rubell.
7: All right, the BYU Store Cougar tip-off show continues ahead of BYU and UT Tyler at the Marriott Center. The Patriots playing their second Division One game of the week. UT Tyler taking a 41-point loss at Utah on Wednesday. The head coach of the Patriots is Lewis Wilson. In his first season as the head coach, following time as an associate head coach at Grand Canyon and many years on teams in the West. So he's been in this building before, something we talked about when we chatted a short time ago.
6: Yeah, it's uh, pretty awesome to be here. I've, I've coached here way too many times between Southern Utah and Idaho State, Cal State, Northridge, Utah State... I'm very happy that Coach Pope gave us the opportunity to be here, but the truth is, uh, this is a house of horrors. So I guess it's fitting that we're around Halloween time for my career here in the Marriott Center. Uh, this has not been a great place for us, but I'm so thankful to Coach Pope for giving us this opportunity. Uh, I want my guys, uh, we're transitioning from Division Three to Division Two, want them to have the opportunity to play in some of the best venues against the best talent. And I don't think it gets much better, you know, uh, than Utah and BYU. And I'm kind of biased, having pretty much grown up in my career here on the i-15 yeah, the uh, freeways quarter, yeah. yeah this quarter so uh it's pretty cool and the kids are really enjoying it they uh, they think the Wasatch mountains are a pretty cool deal so this has been a fun trip uh the game against Utah notwithstanding so
7: you um, were most recently uh, in the whack at Grand Canyon so you would have uh, faced coach Pope's teams a couple of times uh, at UVU is that how this game kind of came together the association there to go back a little farther even
6: yeah you know a lot of times getting games has to do with your relationship with the staff and uh, you know being able to pick up the phone and talk to coach Fuger and uh, who's, who works in, in scheduling on behalf of coach Pope and Nick Robinson the whole staff Chris Burgess uh, all those all those dudes there's a great staff here of men and uh uh, yes there's a friendship there uh even you know working at grand canyon certainly was very very competitive uh with them but uh i have a long time relationship uh uh, both personal and professional with the staff so that helped us to get it done
7: compare this job uh with transitional d2 ut tyler to your previous d2 head coaching job at Adams state
6: at, well, you know, that's a great question. Uh, Adam State was an established Division II at the time. They weren't very successful on the court, but there were established protocols and things that uh, you didn't have to even think about because you know they had been in it. Well, you know, when you're going through a transition, everybody's turning the boat around. You know, and it's so it's it's a big job. Uh, it affects every element of a university. Uh, when they make that transition, one of the key transitions going from Division Three to Division Two is how do you maintain the academic standards that Division Three schools are associated with while uh, you know swimming in a much deeper end of the the proverbial pool competitively. Uh, competitively. Four, yeah. I mean, scholarships, so you know the recruiting goes up a level. So you know the school's doing a really good job, but it's it's a big challenge. It's totally different. I think your question's great. Uh, Adam State, the challenge was trying to change. Uh, the way we thought about winning. Here at uh, UT Tyler, we're all learning uh, not just about winning because you, you're not even qualified for the tournament for two years. Right. You're, you're just going through the the, the, the grind of the NC2A and what they have you do to get ready to be at that next level.
7: What kind of team do you think you're going to have this year?
6: Uh, we'll show up on time for every game. <laughs>
7: <laughs> Is that you good? promise punctuality. <laughs> Is that good
6: coach speak? <laughs> um, It'll, it, we 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 actually we signed nine kids, three Division One transfers. So I think we improved our talent level. Uh, they had a very very tough year last year at the Division Three level, but we're going into the you know if not the best one of the two or three best Division Two conferences in the country preseason. The lone star. yes, three or four teams are rated in the top ten. Uh, there's 18 teams in the league, so it's, it's it is really going to be a deep dive. Uh, but I, I like uh, you know what we did. I it's just you know we've got a lot of work to do uh the whole focus for us is get better every time out and i'm not really built for uh transitions uh the only transition i'm interested in is going from uh, defense to offense and offense to defense uh you know and so we're trying to get things done and trying to be really competitive right away Uh, and that's why you play these games is so that you can Put your kids in situations where they're facing some of the toughest challenges in Western United States basketball at any level. But uh, we, we're, we have a lot of work to do uh, to build our talent up, to build the culture we want to have for the talent to, to, to flourish in. Uh, and how fast that happens, I don't know. I'd like it to be this year, but I have no idea. Uh, finally, what do you expect out of BYU tonight? I think they're really good. I think they have a chance to have a special year. Uh, you know, they get Yoli back and. uh uh, for the, the league they play in. Of course, the WCC is such a tough, competitive league, starting with Gonzaga, but St. Mary's is really good. All those teams are improving, too. Yeah, oh yeah. All of them are improving. That league is really... But that's what happens. The rising tide lifts all boats, you know, and if you're going to keep up with the Gonzaga's, the St. Mary's of the world, the BYU's, you're going to have to improve, and those teams have done that. It's a phenomenal coaching league. Coach Pope, I know firsthand, is a great coach. I think BYU has a chance to be a championship basketball team. I saw they got Barcelo, uh uh, uh, eligible, They signed the Saunders, or committed the Saunders kid this week. They're going to do a great job, and I think this is going to be a great year for the Cougs.
7: Okay, well, great to have you back here at the Marriott Center and continue to enjoy Utah the next couple weeks. Appreciate Thank you so
6: much. It. I appreciate you.
7: All right, that is Coach Lewis Wilson. Time now for our UB The Judge feature sponsored by Legally Mine. Legally Mine equals asset protection. Go to LegallyMineUSA.com to learn what you can do to stop lawsuits dead in their tracks. Here's tonight's BYU ba- or NCAA basketball rules question starting this year. What is the new three-point distance in men's hoops? The answer next. You're on the New Skin BYU Sports Network.
0: Welcome back to the Cougar Tip Off Show. Let's rejoin Greg Rubel.
7: All right, to BYU and UT Tyler coming up. First up, the answer in tonight's UB The Judge feature brought to you by Legally Mind. Tonight, it's an NCAA basketball rules question. The question was and is starting this year, what is the new three point distance in NCAA men's hoops? And the answer is the three point field goal line shall be a distance of 22 feet, 1 and 3 quarter inches from the center of the basket to the outside edge of the three point field goal line, and 21 feet, 7 and 7 eighths inches. In the corners, the old line was 20 feet and 9 inches from the center of the basket. Time for a final break. Some final pregame thoughts coming up next on the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show. This is BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: The Cougar Tip-Off Show rolls on. Let's head back live, courtside.
7: back a tip off just uh, seconds away here at the Marriott Center so a quick word uh, Mark Durant about uh, Mark Pope's first starting lineup that we're going to see tonight we'll introduce him here in a moment but Barcelo Tulson, Harding Nixon Lee
5: yeah obviously we're not going to see Yoli because you know he wants this team to be ready for those first nine games but I, I like this team it's exciting they're good shooters they play hard Jake Tulson is something else uh, I like Connor I think Connor Harden's gonna be the big surprise this year It's going to be a fun team to watch.
7: Starting lineups next. You're on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.